You are listening to the Walk After Falling podcast. Ready? Three, two, one. Say something, I'm giving up on you. Dang, we got harmony. <laughs> Ready one more time. Say something, I'm giving up on you. You know the next line? I No, and I feel like we think we sound better than we do. Let's try it one more time, but the next line is, I'll be the one if you want me to. So let's sing it okay. all together. Three, two, one. Say something, I'm giving up on you. I'll be the one if you want me to. I don't know what kind of struggle you're going through. I don't know what the situation may be, but you serve a mighty God. Hey everybody, happy Monday. How are you doing out there today? All the listeners, all the hearers, all the audioologists out there. (laughs) I just want to say happy, happy day to you. I know that we are going into a new month pretty soon here and there's a lot of transition. I know especially for myself, for Catherine, For all of you listening, we're going through a lot of transition, our country, everything out there. So I just want to pray for you really quick and just say, Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory and all the praise this morning, this wonderful morning that you chose us to wake up, to live, and to carry out the purpose that you have created us for, Father God. So we just thank you. We pray that we be not afraid of what each day brings, but we face it head on and conquer it with all that you have accomplished equipped us with and put us in front of Father God because we know that we are called for a moment such as this. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory and all the honor. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. All right. So today we are keeping it again, once again, pretty light. Like as I said, the transition to this uh, this new year in recording and everything has been just fast-paced. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling, Catherine? Fast-paced, right? Yeah, it's uh, like hard to believe it's already almost February. February already. Yeah. 2021. Man. We are... Rocky's just staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, when I said that, he was like all very intent. <laughs> we are... Oh my have, you, have you guys ever met a dog that rolls his eyes at you? Literally. Like, is that a thing? Like, please, if you do listen to Walk After Falling, which I'm sure you do, because you're listening right now, (laughs) it's going somewhere. But let me know. Tell us, do dogs roll their eyes? Yeah. Because he gets that little (laughs) look where he looks like a little teenager being like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's really weird, but I love it. Um, So today (laughs) we are going to read another devotion um, because why not? devotions mm-hmm. are a way that you can keep your heart soft and and um tender to the things of the lord tender to the things that he wants you to hear and listen to mm-hmm. so i figure that we um would read another devotion and we are actually on day 90 well we're we're a few days behind <laughs> but we're going to be reading day 95 of living grace walk in love by bob goff 
and day 95 is God gives us three powerful words, be not afraid. And it's more like, like how you see people send those emojis. It's like, be not afraid. Yeah, right. That's how it is. Yeah. It's written like, it's written like that. <laughs> that was weird. Um, but so it says, so the scripture is Matthew 28, 9 through 10. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, collapsed his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Matthew 28, 9 through 10. The devotion reads, The disciples were dejected in the days after Jesus died. I can understand why. They had gone all in banking on him to be the Savior who would rescue them. But after beautiful miracles came a betrayal and a violent crucifixion. They were all out of hope. Sure, they knew he said it was all part of the plan. He would be torn down and built up again three days later. But the gap between the grief and the miracle was long enough for them to lose sight of hope. And they rewrote the story in the dark. This happens to us all of the time or at one time or another. They were huddled in the second story of a house with the doors locked when Jesus appeared. Wait, what? He understood their sadness and sense of loss, but he told them two powerful words, fear not. Even after the lights had gone out, he told them not to be afraid. Few times are as loaded with negative energy as the space between bad news and good news. It doesn't matter what the doctor says after he's told you something's wrong. You just want hopeful test results. No kind words bring reassurance after you let go at work unless it's someone else saying you've been hired. Even if you know there's light on the other side of the storm, it's lonely to travel in the dark. When the lights have gone out, you can't find your way. Remember, the end of the story has already been written. What difficulty are you facing? Have you been hoping for something and were let down? Mm. Be not afraid. Even if you don't feel like hope is here right now, it's waiting for you just up the road. What are you afraid of today? Mm. Well, for me, I think... I I kind of the question that asked <clears throat> um sorry <laughs> the question that asked um have you been disappointed lately by something you've been afraid of um honestly like yes my one of my biggest fears was that you know, for some reason, like w- my brothers wouldn't be able to come to our wedding. Right. And because of everything, you know, that's, they're in the, they're in a battle of addiction and everything that's gone down, you know, the last couple months, like they're both just in the throes of it right mm-hmm. now. And I knew that that meant that there is a possibility that they may not be able or willing to show up there and it was confirmed that one of them 
is definitely not going to be able to come. Mm. And that broke my heart. Like really it, Mm. it felt um, like one of the, not, not just the fact that he couldn't come to the wedding, but the fact that he will be absent Mm -hmm. from our lives for a good, like extended amount of time. Like that's probably one of the deepest losses I've ever, Mm -hmm. I've ever had. And it did, it, it broke my heart and I, I feel like I'm in almost like the middle of, of grieving it mm-hmm. every day. It's kind of like I'm in a new, new space with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would be my answer. Yeah, no, that's, that's something that definitely paints the picture of that kind of lonely dark road mm-hmm. between you know the news you get and kind of the the reason we find out later why God had to do it this way yeah you know and I think if there's anything in it that provides um any kind of uh, what's the word I want to say solace or you know just any kind of just not comfort, but just mm-hmm. knowing I this is tough, but I know that it's better all around mm-hmm. for probably, you know, himself, everybody involved. Like, it's probably better that God is in control of whatever it is, even though it hurts. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's very, very um, tough to come to terms with things like that. Mm-hmm. To come to, because it's it's like a blow and it, it's like one of those things where when we, we receive bad news it's it's not so much like it says the initial news it's it's the yeah. it's the hope that we try to put into it yeah and then realizing like oh yeah i can have hope but it's not gonna happen you yeah. know right now yeah and coming to terms with that that fo- like that finite answer, you know? Yeah. And I think like this term, be not afraid is one that, you know, when people are grieving, like especially in the church, like it's easy to just throw out those, be not afraid, God's in control, like pray about everything, pray without ceasing. And like, it's, it's easy to throw those um, like catchphrases around, but it can be, actually like very very like hurtful and like minimizing to like what's going on but I think in this case it's like when I think of be not afraid in this context it's not to just make it feel better in the moment it's like to give you a a deep sense of of hope that even in his rock bottom like God is working there absolutely and it's not a, oh, don't be afraid. He's going to be fine. Yeah. It's like, yeah, don't be afraid because like God is with him just like God is with me in it. Like every morning I wake up and I do my best to just surrender this to him mm-hmm. and say like, what, what is my, what is my next step here in, mm-hmm. in healing with this? Right. And what do you, what do you have for me here? Like, how, how am I supposed to be your light in this situation? Right. And 
Like that's, that's where like be not afraid is. It's like, don't be afraid to ask him what he's doing, like what he wants you to do in it, in your grief, in your loss, mm. like in your pain, don't be afraid to say, to still surrender that. Right. Like that's what that means. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's, it's not like, oh, it's, everything's going to magically be better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like a soul sense of of grounded peace right right yeah i mean here's the thing and especially with that is i was trying to look for the um the sermon because i kind of wanted to play a little clip of it from pastor Jarrett when he talked about like god working upstream Mm, yeah you know and that whole series that he did kind of led into like your big prayer right yeah and the thing is is like I know that, and you mentioned this on the podcast before, like for your brothers, you mentioned your big prayer was for their healing, you know? Mm -hmm. And the things that we have to understand is that like when we pray for things, I don't think we truly realize what it takes for those prayers to actually be answered answered and come to pass. It's not just lord help it the next day hey i'm good yeah. i'm great right which like it can be it, it like, can be he I, can do that yeah. but when there's so many levels and such depth into a situation and years of of um you know just going through things for for certain people like it takes time it says like when you go like people say all the time when you go to a breakup like it takes like half of that time like let's say right you know i don't know the exact math but for example you know you date somebody for a year it probably takes like three to six months to get over them Mm -hmm. right yeah something like that because of everything you put into it day to day like you're putting stock into something day to day yeah and part of yourself in it day to day like you just don't wake up and you're over it if you are like We'd love to have you on the podcast and tell <laughs> us what your methods are to get over things. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people right now who are in pain and hurting and, and experiencing heartbreak. But what I meant, what I want to say is that, like, knowing that the level of, and you mentioned addiction already, like, and I'm sure we, we you know, we've had people on the podcast talk about, you know, um, having family that that struggle with addiction or knowing people that struggle, maybe yourself, you've struggled or are struggling, you know, God can heal you. God will heal you. But it takes work just like anything. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And and for me personally, like I was addicted to feeling pain. Mm -hmm. And I've mentioned this before, too, because when you we had Michaela on the podcast, I asked like if if that could be Mm self-harming, you know, like leaving, like wanting to just be addicted to like pain, like, like just emotional pain and just Mm -hmm. staying in it. Right. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was like, I was going through a lot before COVID had happened, like, you know, and, and pretty soon I, I will probably share a lot more on that, on that story. Mm -hmm. I'm still working through some things, still transitioning through some things right now, but you know, it was something where I was okay with coming home from work and just sitting here in the alone, like alone mm-hmm. and just like not doing anything and numbing out and just feeling like sorry for myself. Mm-hmm. And it took how long to just get to a point where I was ready to do something about it. And then also putting in the work every single day mm-hmm. to do something about it mm-hmm. to where now I feel peace. And even then you still feel those mm-hmm. different lulls yeah and those lulls can be heavy 
Yeah. And, and they can come in different ways. Yeah. And I mean, we've heard it, you know, a thousand times. It's a little bit cliche, but it's like the hardest thing to do is admit you have a problem right. and ask for help. Right. But that really, like nothing can happen until that happens. Exactly. Like you, you have to be, you have to acknowledge where you are at and admit that you can't get out of it alone. Right. Literally, as long as you think that one, something isn't wrong or two, you can handle it. Mm-hmm. You will not heal. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I think it goes like staying in, in, in kind of uh, theme with the devotion. I think it really goes even to say, you have to admit that you're afraid. Yeah. I think we get so scared, like especially as Christians, we hear so much like do not fear the Lord. You know, you shouldn't fear the Lord or I'm sorry, don't don't fear anything but the Lord mm-hmm. and you should not have fear. Um, but it's like fear is we, human. Fear is human. Fear is is natural. Fear is is anything. I fear, you know, that if I go to bed without turning the heat on, my toes are going to fall off. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's just there's all kinds of things that go through our mind every yeah. day, but it's like it when it when it comes terms to like real issues like admitting like I am afraid, Lord, I am mm-hmm. afraid, but you are more than my fear. Yeah, it's like in order to not feel fear, you have to admit you feel fear. Exactly, exactly, and that's so hard for us to do. And it's hard because we're so conditioned. To like feel bad for being afraid. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes, do not be afraid and know God is good. And and it it's going to be a long road in between. And that's why is because like from point, like point A and point B are what they are. That's what mm-hmm. I get from this devotion, right? He's telling us point A is what it is. Yeah. Point B is going to be what, what it's it going to be. Yeah. But it's everything in between. That is like, yes, it's natural. It's human to be in that in between. It's human to be mm-hmm. in that grief, of course. Like, and grief takes on different forms. Grief is 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 different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like we're watching a show, it's always extraordinary playlist. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it goes from point A, you know, not to be a spoiler, but <laughs> it goes from point A going through this life changing situation and then and then something or going through dealing with a situation yeah. right the situation happening point a yeah right point b it's a show so it's getting somewhere the the the, the writer the creator of the show has a redemption a retribution or something yeah. sweet in the end i'm sure mm-hmm. otherwise like if i get to the end of however many seasons this is and it doesn't <laughs> turn out good then i'm done but we're right now we're watching this character in the middle of her grief, mm-hmm. right? You think when point A is done, you get the news. Okay, let's move on, right? But now you have to go through something totally different. You have to go through a whole new journey. Right. And you're going to experience even more about yourself. Yeah. The transition that I'm going through is like, I thought point A was like, oh, I need to do this. And point B was doing it, right? Right. But it was like, no, point A was like all of this and, and making a decision. And now... Point B, I can't see it. I don't know right. where it's at. I don't right. know when, when it's going to come, right? Yeah. But up until then, I know God is good. Yeah. God is good. And I and I had to admit, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. The last thing in me to leave was that fear, that pride, mm-hmm. right? And boom. 
Like mm-hmm. it's like I'm in the midst of this at the very beginning stages of a of a big transition for myself and more to come next week. Yeah, it just feels it feels good, but it feels uncomfortable but Mm -hmm. i know we can make a whole episode out of like what it means to be in that uncomfort Mm -hmm. but you know you have to understand that there is a middle period there is a middle ground there is there is a whole journey that you have to embark on in order to understand where god is is leading you yeah you know you could be walking in your purpose but you know I, somebody at church once told me like, you never are going to like, you are never going to see yourself in complete form. The only one who can see yourself in your complete form is God, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. like every day we're just chasing after it, yeah. but we're growing and we're learning and we're experiencing new things. And that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if we knew what was going to happen, we wouldn't work for it. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't hang on to that hope. And that hope is what brings us new stories, new meaning and new relationships. It, it brings on a whole beauty within itself. Yeah. Man, I'm preaching right now. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to be st- Duck in the middle. I think yeah. that's going to be the name of this title. Do Don't not be, be afraid. afraid to be afraid. Don't be afraid to be afraid. Don't be afraid to be stuck in the middle. Like, you know, you have to do it. You have to put the work in. That's where like when Furtick was preaching about when God goes in the room and wrestles with whatever it is you need him to wrestle with. Like you, nec- you don't necessarily have to be there. Right. I love Sometimes that. you just need to send God in there with whatever you're afraid of and say, okay, God, you're going to wrestle with this. Right. And was that the fix your focus one? I don't know. I don't know, but that one was awesome too. When he talked about the camera, you know, and the focus, man, it's just, it's just so, you know, even though we, we go through things that are tough, right. And we receive news. News is just news, Mm -hmm. you know, news is news, but it's how you process that news. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the journey. Yeah. Right. The processing of it. Yeah. I could go on Instagram right now and see or or go on my, you know, Apple um, news or whatever it is that comes up. And here, let me read the first tagline. I think it it was like, you know, Trump jumps into a decisive d- divisive battle over the Republican Party. I'm not going to get into politics, but it's like that's <laughs> all we hear. Um, you How's know. he still making headlines when yeah, he ain't even president? But, but no that's more. the thing. We we continue to keep people, things current in our life instead of moving on, knowing that, okay, point A, transition, Mm -hmm. right? We get the news, transition, time to move forward, but we get stuck. We're we're still like, it's almost like every day is is learning how to shed yourself Mm -hmm. or learning how to deplete the things that filled you up negatively, Mm. right that brought you to that place that was like we can't take any more of this Mm -hmm. and we continue to make things current right but we need to process it we need to process it to to um process of elimination right in a way we need to process it so that we can eliminate the things that we don't need a part of our life anymore because we're being called to something greater maybe that's the title of this episode process of elimination (laughs) i just love coming up with names (laughs) but you know i saw another thing it's like 
I don't know. It was just like, oh, first, you know, first person to die hours after getting vaccine, mm-hmm. you know, in California. It's just like, okay, I read the news, you know, how much am I going to think about that? Am I going to be afraid to go get the vaccine? Am I going to be like, oh my God, all my friends and everything who've already gotten it are, you know, I'm, fe- I'm fearful for them, right? It's just like, it brings on this whole thing. So you need to process it in a way that is like, okay, that's just news. Now let me work through this, mm-hmm. right? What are let me do my research. Let me let me figure out how I can grow closer to God. What I can do to listen to somebody more, in order to be more of a processor through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I didn't think we were gonna talk that much about that, <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Any last thoughts? Any last things that you're feeling? Um. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Sometimes, like, some days I wake up and, it, it, like, it is a little bit harder and it's a little bit more sad and I'm a little bit more tender. Some days I'm more angry. Some days I'm more, like, I just don't want to deal with this. But, you know, it's um, every day, like, I just really, really, as much as I can, do the work of getting present to, like, what I'm feeling about it. Right. And that's like the first step I can do, right. you know? So, yeah, no, I totally understand that. And, and it, it, right now you're, you're in the middle of processing, you know? Yeah. And that's not an easy thing to do. You know, when you look at a food processor, a food goes in whole. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. No, for real. It's a, it, it's a perfect analogy you know, food, you take a piece of food, you take something and you put it in whole and it has to go through a processing stage. It has to be broken down. And then what happens to it? What do you use it for? You use it to make something amazing. So, something amazing. It, it either gets used, but here's the, here's the other thing about that is that food processor gets put in whole, right? Something gets put in whole, it gets broken down. It, it, it loses its form, it loses its image, it loses its identity, it loses its, its purpose that it had before, and then it gets used as an ingredient for something more amazing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't get used again and repurposed in, in a way that is itself. Mm-hmm. It's got a bigger purpose. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at what, what's the type of food that can get processed, um cookies cookies if you can process cookies and throw them in a processor yeah okay why would you want to crumble up cookies because you use it for a pie crust oh perfect okay cool yeah see so you can take a a pecan cookie Mm -hmm. a gluten-free pecan cookie (laughs) right and it tastes good on its own Mm -hmm. it has a purpose right Mm -hmm. you can eat it right out of the box yep you know and we're good we're done right but no we want to go even bigger we have a bigger plan for that pecan cookie. Mm-hmm. We have a bigger plan for that for that taste, for those in- ingredients. We have a bigger plan for the purpose of what that was created for initially, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what God has for us, mm-hmm. a bigger purpose. We are an ingredient in something more amazing, something more uh, uh, tasteful, something more flavorful. We are an ingredient in the bigger plan of God's kingdom, in the bigger plan of God's feast. 
Amen. So I think that's something we need to take into account. Yeah. And we need to learn how to process mm-hmm. and be processed. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. I I really believe in that. Mm-hmm. But I think in this moment now, it's okay to feel mm-hmm. what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be in that grief. Because being broken down is not an easy thing to be to, to, to go through. Yeah. But, yeah. So if anybody listening right now is afraid of of the news you just received, afraid of what the next season is going to bring, you may have made a life-changing decision. You may have ended a long-term relationship. You may be walking through some stuff right now. You may already be on the ground. You may be still on the ground, but... I just want you to feel encouraged as much as you can in this moment that God is just going to use you to be processed and to be repurposed and to be so full of his goodness and his flavor and his love for you. So we just want to encourage you to continue walking, stay steady in it, and know that you are not alone in this season and that every season is a setup for the next and god is good and he is with you we love you guys have a great week